What's up, guys, and welcome to another edition of Market Marauders, beating the market one trade at a time. I'm your host, Reginald C. All right, so let's jump into it. So today, President Trump gave an update on his status. It uh, seems that all is well, that he's progressing uh, at a pretty rapid rate. Uh, so that's good news um, in general, and we're happy to see uh, that turnaround on there. So uh, to date, uh, there have been a group of people um, politically who have tested positive. Uh, we have Donald Trump, uh, his wife, Melina Trump, uh, Hope Hicks, which is the aide to the president, uh, Nicholas Luna, who's the assistant to the president, uh, Mike Lee, who is a senator, Tom Tillis, who's a senator, Ron Johnson, who's a senator, um, Kyleen Conway, who is the former counselor uh, to the president, Bill Stiefen, uh Ronna McDaniel, and Chris Christie, who is the former governor of New Jersey. Uh, but everyone else seems to be uh, in pretty good health. Uh, we got Mike Pence, who's negative. Uh, Mike Pompeo, who's negative. Uh, Steve Nuchin, who's negative. Uh, William Barr, who's negative. Uh, got some other big names. Um, Ivanka Trump is negative. Uh, Donald Trump Jr. is negative. Eric Trump's negative. Um, and then also um, Dr. Robert Red Redfield is negative so a lot of people uh testing negative uh for covid so a, a lot more negatives uh than positive cases uh so that's pretty good as far as that's concerned and it was also good to see um the update uh from the president uh today showing that he is in good health so uh what does this mean overall uh for the market and how does that affect um the future of the market. So uh, there's some big catalysts that you know are going to be things to look at uh, as far as the market is concerned. Some people are saying um, you know another crash is coming, uh, so to just hold on to your money. Other people are saying you know the economy is uh, continuing to recover, so you know there's no need to panic. Uh, but one of the catalysts that I think um, is on the horizon is uh, first the president's health itself. Um, if we look at a parallel to uh, Prime Minister Boris Johnson, uh, when he, you know, was first diagnosed, it was kind of right around day eight uh, where his case got severe and he had to go to the ICU. Uh, so day eight um, of, you know, Trump's diagnosis was basically going to be uh, the determining factor um, on whether or not this market is going to continue its bullish uprun or if we're going to have uh, a mass panic um, and another crash uh, similar to March. So definitely keep your eyes out on day eight. Um, he was diagnosed on the first. So uh, if you're tracking, uh, you know, what day day eight is, it's basically going to be October 8th. Uh, so just follow that um, trajectory um, if you're wondering what day eight would be. Um, and that's going to be a telltale sign for the market, um, uh, basically whether we're going to continue our bullish trend or we're going to become bearish. Um, you know, all hopes that he continues to be uh, in good health and that we get a good update because uh, that would definitely help the market and help, you know, speed along this election process um, and continue with debates. Uh, we've only had one debate so far, uh, so that's going to be uh, a good catalyst uh, if he's in good health to continue uh, moving forward with uh, a good, productive, bullish market as well as 
you know, continuing this debate. So that's catalyst number one. Uh, definitely something to look out for. Uh, I think the market's going to be very volatile uh, until day eight is there because the data uh, says that, you know, he is high risk uh, considering his age. Um, so, you know, those are risk factors that you have to also consider. Also consider the fact that um, he definitely has um, access to better uh, medical uh, treatment than Boris Johnson had, but he is a lot older than Boris Johnson. So um, those two things are something to consider as well as far as health is concerned, uh, because Boris Johnson got it right when, you know, the pandemic started. So um, he didn't have access to medicine, but, you know, as time has gone on, there have been more developments um, and more actual medicines and therapeutics that have come out uh, that could actually help uh, President Trump recover. So another catalyst, a big catalyst um, that you should look forward, forward to next week for the market uh, is going to be the stimulus. Uh, so they're still in talks on the stimulus. Um, I know that they agreed uh, to have this Heroes 2.0, or if you want to call it the Heroes Act 2.0. Um, but, you know, there's still a lot of things going on. I know President Trump tweeted out, hey, you know, you guys need to come to a, a decision on the stimulus. Uh, but there's still a couple of things that, you know, they're still trying to work out. Um, so, you know, looking forward to that for next week, that hopefully conclusion uh, can come uh, to that. Now, the stimulus, uh, if you look at, it, look at my old podcast uh, or listen to those, it basically breaks down the Democrats' um, synopsis of what, all the things they want to pay for or they want paid for uh, through their bill. Uh, the main factor that they're differentiating, differentiating uh, this time is the actual amount for stimulus. Uh, so the $1,200 and the $500 for dependent. Um, I know one of the things that they talked about are the people who are left out from the last stimulus. Um, so if you're 24 years old, not claimed as a dependent, and your income is less than $12,200, uh, you're married falling jointly together, and your income is less than $24,400, um, and you have no income or you see federal benefits such as Social Security or Social Security Disability Insurance or SSDI, uh, so, you know, those are things to consider because uh, those people were kind of left out. Uh, I mean, those people are the ones who um, kind of got it uh, last time, but it was kind of a great area for those. Uh, for people who were left out uh, and were not included in the first round of stimulus, uh, it was single taxpayers uh, who made over $99,000 a year, heads of household who made over 136000 Five hundred a year, married couples who made over one hundred ninety-eight thousand dollars a year, um, children over sixteen, and college students under the age of twenty-four, non-resident aliens, and as defined by the U.S. government, uh, people who are incarcerated, uh, people who died since the previous tax filings, their families may not con collect on their behalf, uh, are expected uh, to return the payment. So. There are a lot of people who were left out um, of that situation um, from the last stimulus. So, you know, they're trying to close the loop on some of those so that it doesn't happen again this time. Um, so I think those are some of the risk factors that they're considering, as well as the unemployment. The un unemployment number has fluctuated so many times. Uh, the Democrats say 600. The Republicans say, you know, 400. Then it becomes 500. So, 
trying to come up with the middle ground on what is the right amount for unemployment uh, per week. I know last time, you know, the Republicans basically said $600 was way too much money. Um, but you got to also consider the situation that a lot of these families are in. Um, a lot of people, you know, were out of work, their businesses closed down and probably did not open back up, or they had to change their lifestyle uh, to spend less money. Um, one of the catalysts also um, is extending uh, the repayment of student loans, as well as uh, continuing uh, some new OSHA regulations on how to control uh, and mitigate the spread of COVID uh, in the workplace. Those are going to be uh, big catalysts for this bill as well um, and procedures in place because it's not just, you know, giving people money or, or providing the PPP. It's going to be how do we, you know, set new standards for how business is going to operate because this pandemic is not going away. So, Stocks you should be looking at, um, in my opinion, is going to be uh, Moderna, Pfizer, um, as far as medical stocks are concerned. Uh, Pfizer is still uh, saying in October they're going to be giving an update. Uh, so in the coming weeks, we could be getting an update on a potential vaccine uh, coming from Pfizer. Uh, I know that would be pretty interesting. Uh, Moderna has already announced that they're going to be giving their update out. Um, around Thanksgiving, so they're not going to be meeting the deadline for the um, election. Uh, so they've already said, you know, during uh, Thanksgiving will be when they're going to give their update. So that's actually far after the election. Uh, but Pfizer, to me, is the only one uh, that is still out there. AstraZeneca um, said that they have been halted uh, in the U.S., but they continued their trial in Japan. Uh, so they're not really working in the U.S. on trying to find uh, the vaccine. Um, Inovio was paused because of the advice that they were making um, to administer, uh, got halted by the FDA. Uh, so really Pfizer and Moderna are the only two uh, companies that are still in the race, uh, in my opinion. But, you know, there's still deals to be made out there in the market. Um, look at futures on Monday once they open. Uh, look at SPY. Uh, look at the Dow and see how they perform. Uh, to me, I think that they should continue to go up, uh, you know, considering, you know, this volatile market that we have, uh, but definitely something to watch. Um, if things begin to go south, uh, meaning the president continues to get sick uh, or his condition worsens, I expect futures to go down drastically and people panic and start to take profits. Um, if his condition gets a lot better, um, you know, Definitely look at uh, stocks like Gilead Sciences, which is making um, the medicine uh, that he's using. Uh, so the treatment that he has is uh, Regeneron, uh, Gilead uh, of an antibody cocktail called Remdesivir. So that's what he's taking right now, uh, President Trump. Uh, it seems like, you know, his uh, condition is getting better. Uh, it says he received a single 8-gram dose of Regeneron's um, polycholol antibody cocktail uh, as a precautionary measure, according to a physician, uh, Sean Conley. Antibody cocktail is a four-stage uh, or a four-late-stage clinical trial, um, and it is safely and safety and efficacy have not been fully evaluated. So he's basically taking an experimental drug. Um, it says it's Part of Operation Warp Speed, uh, which is, if you're not familiar, there was a bunch of companies chosen for uh, Operation Warp Speed, 
which is basically trying to get the vaccine out with therapeutics uh, and vaccines. So a bunch of companies were chosen uh, to help develop that, and that came with uh, funding from the government. Uh, Operation Warp Speed, uh, New York State-based Regeneron, uh, won a $450 million federal contract in July uh, to manufacture supply of the company's antibody cocktail, uh, Regen-CoV2. So they are part of Operation Warp Speed, um, as well as some of these other companies' uh, drugs. So I would say definitely keep an eye out on them um, and keep an eye out on the companies that make them. Um, also, keep an eye out on these pharmaceutical companies uh, because they're going to be a huge catalyst for how the economy is going to be going into the future. Also, bear in mind, we do have flu season coming back up. Um, so that's also you know another catalyst to look forward to um, and the companies that make that. Uh, so definitely interesting um, as far as the market um, as a whole is concerned. Uh, but those are the catalysts that I think you all should look for um, in the coming weeks. Um, as we begin to get back to normal. So good luck to everybody trading out there. Uh, make sure you check out my YouTube page, which is Market Marauders. Uh, got a lot of good information on there. Um, and try to give some updates on that one as well. Uh, but good luck to everybody trading out there next week, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace.